Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout out to Par Hopper. Y'all go check them out, our official golf apparel sponsor. Uh, Jay Popper, buddy of mine, sends me stuff. Let me tell you, I fucking love it. Williams Tire Nobles Networking. Also, don't forget about the boys over at Proud 90 Golf. Y'all got to step y'all's game up. Uh, I need some new polos, bros. Uh, Straight Haggard Thread Company. Uh, our management cur- company, Red Circle. Uh, thank y'all for a little change in my pocket. Don't forget Drizzly, the alcohol delivery service. Uh, if you can see in the video right now, our picture, uh, we just got a bottle of liquor delivered here earlier. What's it called, Cobb? Weller. Weller. Uh, they didn't have Buffalo Trace tonight, and Weller is just as fucking good. So uh, y'all go check them out. Also, heard an ad for Verizon yesterday on my podcast. Just want to say to you assholes at Verizon, I don't want to pay a phone bill no more. So uh, y'all keep putting that shit on my show. I'm going to need some freebies. I need the iPhone 37. Uh, <laughs> I do. Have you seen how much the fucking new iPhones cost? No. They're fucking super expensive. I still got an eight. Oh, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> uh, so one of the things uh, I want to introduce you to, my two buddies right here. Cobb Lee has been on the show before. Uh, one of my best friends in the world. Love him. Even though he is a punk ass bitch sometimes and don't answer his phone on his birthday. Uh, always call back, called you back the next day. You didn't answer. Bitch, you didn't pick up on your birthday. I'm mad as hell. I turned my phone off. Let me tell you what happened. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting no goddamn stories yet, <laughs> punk. Uh, and Jimmy, the man, the MMA master over here to my to my right. What's up, guys? Jimmy's got his own podcast, by the way. Tell him what name your show is. It's Tech Talk. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. Now, before you get into your story, there, it ain't that long. It, I'm sure, like most things on you, it isn't. Just hold on two seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things I'm going to start doing is I'm fixing to start consulting, helping people get their shows started. Uh, I've been blessed enough to where my podcast has exploded. Business is good. Uh, I have a lot of great guests and fans that are involved with the show. A lot of great sponsors as well, and I'm going to start taking on people. Uh, to help them because there's a big enough piece of the pie for everybody. Everybody deserves to make a little money off of these big corporations. And uh, Jimmy has his show. And um, instead of him just asking me some stuff like behind the scenes, I figured that we do a little tutorial while having a couple drinks and talking shit and, uh, you know, give everybody a little bit of information on it. Cobb set this up. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, you know, maybe I'll get some free MMA lessons out of this. Anytime, my man. Just show up. <laughs> Just show up. I've invited you before. Bitch, look at me. I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want it. I'm telling you, there was a time in my life that I thought I wanted it, and then I tried to go to the gym like twice. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fuck that shit. Like, Dude, I, if I can't run, I'm not fucking trying to tackle people all day. It's, it's a different type of cardio. And Hey, I'm the one thanking you. You're the one that got me into this. Well, bitch, we're going to die. <laughs> If me and you didn't quit eating the way we was eating, we were going to die. Facts. We would have had a cardiac failure by now. <laughs> uh, Cobb is the guy that I'm always telling y'all about. If you haven't listened to the original show that me and him did that way when I first started, uh, me and Cobb was both around 330 pounds, and uh, we saw pictures of ourselves. We were unhealthy, and we was like, fuck this shit. We got to do something. Next thing you know, we're going to the gym together and all this good shit. Cobb's down to, what, 180 now? Yeah, 185. 185. Yeah. I hover between 220, 230. Uh, Cobblet's good. Cobblet's good. Thank you. Sexy. I'm a grown little man. I weigh 144 pounds. Nobody fuck ass you. I'm at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had him in the right direction, but then like, he had got sick and we just ain't got him back 
up to speed again yet. Who? Jimmy. He uh, I, what? Uh, you got up to one sixty or so? I didn't got up you? to one sixty two for like a week. Yeah, I had him hitting the weights, bro. Hang out with me for a fucking month. I promise you, <laughs> I can put some weight on. Me. I don't know how to get that shit off, but I'm good as fuck. But <laughs> that bitch is mad at me that we've ever hung out. Lee used to be so skinny before we became friends, and now that bitch is like a whole ass ninja turtle. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get mad as fuck about it. We was on the golf course in Destin, uh, not Destin, but uh, at Lake Martin when we went a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And me and Dustin Heron made the joke, fucking playing with him, telling him that he looked like a ninja turtle from behind. And by me and Dustin had said it to each other on the golf cart. I said, Dustin. That's Leah Tiller. And like, <laughs> and Dustin takes my driver and his driver and walks up to Lee from behind and crosses them. And he, he, was, like, he was like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And Lee, got, when I say Lee Tucker about fucking murdered us on that golf course, I ain't never seen a fucking God, he was mad. It's funny seeing Lee mad. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. I get to be around him a couple. Oh, I remember the, the funniest uh, thing was when we went out and make one time and we got on that kick. I think it was BG talking about travel. I'll see him. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of Ninja Turtles, your gym's got a lot of Ninja Turtle shit in it, right? All over it. Yeah. So I know why I like Ninja Turtles. Why is Ninja Turtles all over your stuff? Um, honestly, that's kind of like when I was little, that was my safe space. My, my family and stuff, like I grew up real rough. And uh, when stuff was going down or whatever, I would kind of retreat to my room and watch one of the only tapes that I had, which was the original Ninja Turtles. That was way deeper than I thought it was going to be. And so, oh, like, I like that. so like they everything that I have, my kids found out that that was like my childhood yeah. movie, whatever. So they actually give me all the Ninja Turtle stuff I have. I haven't actually bought any of that stuff. The, the logo of my gym is not really a Ninja Turtle, but it's basically. We know how to do copyright. Yeah. We know how to get around it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't like Care Bears. Dude, I love <laughs> Care Bears. Fucked up. That's, they're awesome. That Care would actually Bears. be uh, kind of funny to go to a competition, Care Bear, uh, Rash Guard, and you kicking people's ass. That shirt how that, that make them feel? Bam got me a shirt with Care Bears on it that said, I hate people. I, I, I bought one, too. I need to get you one. It's, uh, <laughs> it's from... Uh, one of the nine line or warrior 12 it has a rainbow with care bears and it says i hate people i do hate fucking people i love yeah. that shirt i'm gonna it's make I'm, I'm gonna get my sister to make one that says i hate walmart why do you hate walmart have you been to walmart lately i usually i don't go unless i got to i think every time you go you leave saying i hate walmart i hate going because people kind of know me and when you go in there the worst people ever are in walmart you can't go to walmart it's, without seeing someone you know it's never it's never like this hot bitch <laughs> that wants to come up to you and be like, oh, God, I love your show. I love the content you put out there. It's always this goddamn method. I swear. It's always some dude who you don't want anybody to see you talking to. And then they're loud. And then they, <laughs> and then they ask for a fucking picture. And I'm grateful for every one of you sons of bitches that sit there and listen to the show. But you got to hold your and, breath. And like all my stuff and everything. But I don't. I got a thing about teeth in the first place. And meth heads are notorious for having Huddle House teeth. And when they come up to you and they want to fucking talk, man, and then that, and what's bad, they always take a picture. They always take a picture and then they post it on social media. Like my boy, 
And it's like, bitch, everybody's going to think I'm fucking doing crack. They will look <laughs> at your body and know you're not doing fucking crack. Yeah, somebody said that shit to me the other day. They was like, you must be snorting powder to be as energetic as you are. And I was like, powdered donuts, bitch. <laughs> this is not. This is not. What, is, what does this look like? This is not the body of a cokehead. I made that joke one time when I, we first started losing weight. And it was someone that knew me. So they know I, I don't do anything. If anything, I'll have a little bit of drink. And, and they asked me, like, what did you do to lose all this weight? I crack. I just kept walking. <laughs> just crack. You you got to lick your teeth me up. <laughs> crack. No, what's what's the uh, Tyrone Bigums? Oh yeah. yeah. Drugs and alcohol have ruined my life. <laughs> and that was the first time I sucked dick for a crack rub. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, I was just fucking talking about how great Chappelle showed. It fucking was the other day. Hmm. Um, but no, uh, with the Ninja Turtle stuff, dude, that's cool. I, I'm all about yeah. people. Oh, oh, you should see the some of his new products he got coming out. Protect your neck. We got the Wu Tang Clan symbol. Oh, Splinter. The, and then uh the turtles are in the symbol. And then on the we got Splinter hitting uh the Wu Tang Clan. You're trying symbol. to get sued by like, hey, <laughs> uh, well the thing was <laughs> is I asked, I asked, and as long as they're our own design. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Uh, it, it's like our own version of the turtles. It's, it's not like, actual turtles. It's got to be thirty percent different. That's, yeah, that's like the yeah. legal. Trust me, I trademark. I will trademark and fringe on yeah. some shit. And well, it's a good play because one of the uh, one of our other mainstays at the gym, uh, Zach, he uh, helped put this together. So protect your neck. Yeah. The name of the gym is Tech Center. So yeah. all the letters and uh, T E C T on the protect is capitalized. So, so protect pro- your neck. Protect T E C T your neck. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, that's our gear now. Um, we and we also uh, got a design coming out. It's proper violence. That's a good one. And then we got controlled chaos too. Cool. And we got a guy like a professional guy that's designing our gear. Uh, it's called Tech Gear, but then they all have their little theme. Like we got Casey Jones. Uh, doing the controlled chaos that, that fits and I, and I keep telling you we need a a shredder one and that will go with proper violence i think that'd be cool like a, a black and purple gimmick yeah that'd be cool. cool but we got we got a, a guy that does that stuff he trains with us and he kind of we kind of worked out a deal where he designs all our stuff and he gets to train and stuff so oh, that's cool um what all age groups do you teach uh five and up yeah. i mean we have we have a class for everyone or a program for everybody at past five. If somebody yeah. wanted to start coming to you or bringing their kids to your whatever, how do they get in touch with you? Um, most people reach out to me on our tech page on Facebook, but I have a coach Jimmy on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we have our, we have a website. It's all tech center. If you just Google search tech center, you'll find the, in Eastman, Georgia. In Eastman, Georgia. You will find the Instagram. You'll find the Facebook page. And then you also find Coach Jimmy underscore tech. Like, that's the Twitch stream. That's the YouTube stream. That's the um, Facebook page. That is my Instagram. It's Coach Jimmy underscore tech, T-C-T. That's cool. Uh, when Cobb came here for the first time, he was telling me about working with the kids. Yep. I-, I was very aggravated with Cobb for a very long time. Uh, because Cobb is quit doing shit with me. I, I don't I, like going out. I didn't like. I didn't like you. I didn't like none of you sons of bitches. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, he's like, my boy from. He's like, fuck you, mother. 
That's how I feel. You dirty rat. I'm going to find but, you. But y'all ain't the motherfuckers I'm going to start a fight with. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all ain't the ones I'm fitting to just show up and be like, give me my friend back. <laughs> so yep. He's told me that. He was like, Josh, don't like you. And I'm like, what did I do to Josh? I, well, I, like you is I just fucking missed my boy. Yeah, well, also, like, you can have more than one best friend. I got two of mine right here. And then I got the third one, the other one I work out with. And it seems like y'all, all three, like I had three best friends, but then I'm y'all's best friend. Y'all fighting for Tom. Listen, I, <laughs> I was pissed because I, like I messaged him on his birthday and I was like, happy birthday, buddy. And then, you, bitch. and then I, um, I, I was going to call him and me and you was yeah. going to get together and just like, just us three, yeah. not do a big thing or nothing. Just us three. But no, nah, he turned his damn phone off. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I did? I, I told you, you cut me off. And uh, just want to say, have been told, like, you are shorter than me. Oh, we, you're not shorter than me. Are no, you talking no, about ah, me? yeah. They say line, they try and get your head. <laughs> no, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you just, it re that really hurt your feelings. No, it did. Yeah, it did. I remember that. No, it did. I don't know who <laughs> told you. You were more well endowed to hurt my feelings. <laughs> so I, I promise you. Length doesn't matter. It's the girth. It matters about what I'm knocking down. I mean, I, and I've seen some of the ones that we've shared. Their All opinions right. don't matter. <laughs> uh, my birthday. All right, line so, of pennies up on the table. So my birthday, I went to my mom's and ate lunch with her and my niece and nephew. Yeah. And I laid down to take a nap. My phone started blowing up. Both of you know I usually keep my phone on vibrate unless I'm clocked in for work. So it just was buzzing constantly. And I'm talk not talking about like just messages from you motherfuckers. I'm talking about even businesses that I've done. I was getting phone calls from the lot company, texts from chiropractor, like just messages from everyone. And I was trying to take a nap. So, so I turned my phone off. I have a confession to make about your birthday. I made a post on our tech, uh, team tech page. And was well, like, that's hey. what I was blowing up. I was like, hey, guys, today is Bam Bam's birthday. Listen, make sure. Oh, you got to cover that, too. Yeah, so, I was like, make sure that you guys tell him Monday or when y'all you see him, no, happy birthday. They did not wait till Monday. I was getting Snapchats, text, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, uh, phone calls. Call. Yeah, we were no. fixing to show up. Yeah, I messaged him. No, I, I, I went I to sleep. Just, I had just so met. everyone has their thing that they like to do. You like to party your birthday. You, you've admitted it. Like, you like surprises, like feeling the center of attention. You like surprise parties. Me, I like being by myself. It's not a big so, deal. It's another day. It is another day. There's nothing special. It's about your not another Guess day. what? You're you're closer it's, to death. It's not. It, another it's just day, another day. Man. It's your birthday. It's our friend's birthday. Yeah. It's important. So it's my day. I do what I want. Guess what? I turn my phone off. I want. We're gonna to show up. I want. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You fucking do. I'll be like, hey, Kyle, you gonna do something? I'll let you know. Next yeah. year, you yeah, and man, I. I or crashing is fucking sleeping. If you would have, <laughs> I honked the horn when I was riding dirt roads that night. I honked the horn. Oh, I'll sleep. Oh, yeah. When you talk about your sleep pattern, like, he thinks it was weird that people sleep and lose time. You like, look, he can admit it. to you, when I'm when I'm out, I'm out. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. You're lucky I had a nasty bitch with me. I once you see her, I'd have come knock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> the ones you brought around, this is the one you didn't want to bring around? No, this is like a good look. I was about to say. She's just getting on my goddamn nerves. I was ready to go home. I was about to say, all the ones I've seen you've brought around, this one, I kind of wonder what she looks like. This is the one you decide, I can't bring this one around. I'm embarrassed. She just wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. She was, that, she was that level of hot that you can deal with just stupid. But, <laughs> but then the stupid turned in from her just, she wasn't as stupid as I thought she was. Still hot. She just would not hush so I could listen to music. 
That's all. I just wanted to ride dirt roads. So it's okay when you talk, but not someone else. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. When you get paid to talk for a living, you can fuck talk where you want to. <laughs> by, by all official standards in the world, I am better at talking than 99% of the people in this world because I get paid for it. That's how I look at it. So whatever you're such I, a piece of whatever shit. Whatever I have to say, automatically more valuable. Automatically. Automatically. <laughs> you, you might be smarter than me. You might make a better point than me, but nan nan boo boo, I get paid, so fuck you. I can say whatever <laughs> I want to. I say, fuck you. But that's why I was gonna walk up to your door and I was gonna surprise you. Then I also knew even if I did that, this is what was gonna happen. I was already drunk. Now and I told you, you get the fuck and away. You was gonna be like, I'll sit with you on the porch, maybe. That maybe would have happened. <laughs> And then I'd sell on your porch for two minutes. I'd be like, it sucks. All right. You bitch, I don't know why I woke you up. I knew I'd get mad if I woke you up. So I was like, no, if he wants to sleep, fuck him. I just wanted to make sure you wasn't fucking, I didn't know. I didn't know what happened to you. Yeah. Make sure you wasn't sad on your fucking birthday. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to be sad. I called your sister and your sister didn't pick up. And that's when I was like, when your sister didn't pick up or call me back, I was like, Cobb's already told him he's going home going to be. If she would not have picked, if she would have picked up and she'd be like, oh, I don't know. I did not on your fucking door. But he messaged me. He was like, let's go knock on his door. Yeah, I bet that's going to wake you up. Um, <laughs> actually, what he said was, let's go surprise him. I said, hell no. I learned my lesson about surprising Bam Bam. <laughs> that's what was getting. Why the fuck did they call you Bam Bam? Ask Jimmy. He's the one that gave me the Why name. Because every one of us, and when we see your name on Instagram and shit, we're like, of all the nicknames this guy could get. Glad you got a nickname. Glad you got a nickname. But why Bam Bam? Yeah. Well, Jimmy he, gave it to me. He was our Madden enforcer, and he'd be Bam and Fools. That is not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do, you see, <laughs> Do you see my face? <laughs> uh, no, he was he was our Madden enforcer for a little while. We don't really have a Madden enforcer at our gym. We talked about that no, when I was on your podcast last so, time. <clears throat> so, for as far as a Madden enforcer goes, we don't really have one at our school because our culture's uh, nice enough that we don't really need one but if somebody shows up and they're like trying to be like oh i know how to fight or like king dick um the mad enforcer is the person that you calm their ass down that that you let them roll with them before you let anyone else roll that way they get really tired because most of the time they're out of shape or they can only last like two or three minutes it'll calm them down and and then it'll also show them like oh shit this shit works because Bama choke them out seven or eight times, and then it sounds like I took a lot of Matt Enforcers home. Yeah, nah, but so that just made me roll around for a few minutes until I gave out. Yeah, and that and that's what happens is like, and so we call them Matt Enforcers. But actually, what happened was is Bam was like that person in our school. He was the one that kept everybody else safe because the the gym owner shouldn't be the person doing it because we're trying to sign them up and make some money. I mean, let's just be real. Like, we want them to be members, but we also got to keep all of our other members safe. So we let people that are good enough to roll with those people until they get along with the program to be able to roll with the other people and not break them or hurt them. And um, that's who Bam Bam was. But we did a kid's class one day, and we had a, a wiffle ball. And it's like these big plastic brown bats, like these big brown bats. And Bam, at the end of class, picked that bat up and had it hanging over his shoulder. And he reminded me of Bam Bam from uh, the Flintstones. And uh, like, cause he had just shaved his beard 
and he was holding that uh, bat, and I was like, that motherfucker looks just like Bam Bam from the Flintstones. And from that day forward, we started calling him Bam Bam. It's a better story than I thought it was going to be. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, of all motherfuckers to be called Bam Bam. I didn't know why he was called Bam Bam. He looked like Bam Bam from the damn Flintstones holding a freaking caveman bat. Now all y'all got nicknames? No, I used to do that. I used to give everybody nicknames, yeah. but I stopped because yeah. some people don't like having nicknames. <laughs> I, I only gave one nickname out. Those out of love, Danger. Mm. Danger. Dude, that was the best nickname It ever. was. You couldn't, it. Have, you couldn't have nicknamed you know, this dude no better. Million Dollar Baby. I just fucking watched. I knew that's where it was going. We had a guy, and he reminded me of Danger. So I started calling him Danger. Hey, dude exact danger like yeah. it fits so like the, damn his good. mannerisms how he carried himself like yes sir. like just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. like it, he do it? Like, yes, yeah dude i love that danger messaged me the other day he did yeah he, Is he coming come back? back he wanted to come back like yeah. two weeks ago the, he messaged me i wish he, he said in a month he's coming back i know like the reason he left like we he needs to come back yeah he does like, it, it was he's a fun guy i like he's him funny. They, they sound like I liked him. He he just energetic, didn't give a shit, and he would just roll hard or soft. Like he just he would just do whatever though. That he just give the energy back to whoever he was right. rolling. And with. well, listen, he would take criticism well. Yeah. So, okay. but that was the best. That nickname Zach was Posty for a while. Zach was Posty. Uh, so I gave he looked, like, he looked like Post Malone. I gave uh, Chase Alaska. That, that was, was so one. funny. You need to tell that story. Dude, we got we had a guy come in and he trained for like two weeks, and then um, he was like part of our MMA program at the time, and he messaged me and he was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I gotta go home for a little while, so I'm gonna be gone for like three weeks." So I messaged in uh, the group chat and was like, "Hey guys, uh, we're we're Chase isn't gonna be with us anymore," and they was like, "Wow, what's he doing?" I was like, "He's moving to Alaska to raise sled dogs with his dad." And they was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, he's moving to Alaska. He's uh, raising sled dogs. And everybody was like, what? What are you talking about? Like a sled dog? Like, motherfucker, he's moving to Alaska. I don't know. Ask him. And no, it wasn't true, like, yeah. at all. And he wasn't in that group. But and he wasn't in before. a group. But I, to- I messaged him and told him, like, dude, you're moving to Alaska. Just let everybody know. So for, like, up until the day he was supposed to leave, we had everybody thinking – that he was moving to Alaska and taking over his dad's sledding business. Going to hunt business. out of a helicopter. Going to hunt out of a helicopter. <laughs> and, like, it, we had every fucking body believing it. So everybody just started calling him Alaska, and we still call him Alaska to this day. I don't know who any goddamn people are. Yeah, he's just I mean, somebody, it's just somebody story, that trained at the gym. And he's, yeah. like, 5'6". But he was mad as fuck because he was telling everybody he was 5'8". I did. <laughs> yeah, he actually – did he leave? That was Zach. Zach. That was Zach. I Zach's the same height as me, but Zach is way bigger than me. Like, like he appears to be taller than me, but he's not. I'm 5'10. He's 5'10. But we were using a tape measure that day. There were six of us. And I measured everybody perfect while Zach was watching. But then when I measured Zach, I measured him three inches shorter than he really was. I'm like, and I was like, dude, you're 5'7. He left the gym. And he was like, I'm not. He was like, I'm not fucking five seven. I'm like, dude, mark your hand on the wall, like mark it, and I will measure up with the tape measure. So like, well, we, we had were, someone else. It might have been me. Like, was, that was five seven, was, and we stood back to back. And you just said same height, same height. He's five seven too. <laughs> and uh, 
Chase was 5'6", and he was telling everybody he was 5'8". And that's what started it. And then we measured Zach, and Zach took his hand. Well, your head slopes off at the back. So Zach did it to himself. He went and went down. <laughs> and then he moved, and I pulled the tape measure up to it, and it said he was 5'7 and a quarter inch. And he was like, fuck this. And he just, like, walked out. And he left, and, like, it was, like, 45 minutes later, he come walking back in the front door. I'm like, are you all right? I, I just I can't my I can't believe I'm five seven. I'm not fucking five seven. I'm like, dude, you're five ten. It's okay. Like we were just fucking with you. But he was pissed. I had never seen anybody get so mad about their height. But we kept it going until he got mad and like you're bad about trolling. He's the uh, worst about trolling. I can't read. I can't read. <laughs> I can't read for real. Yeah. So, it's not funny when you get motherfucking dyslexic. He really is dyslexic, but his story, his story had uh, had someone convinced that he couldn't read. And he was in a group chat with us <laughs> that I text all the time. <laughs> and I had him convinced that I could not read. And he, he quizzed him like, but you're in the chat. So I use, you ever heard of talk to text? I had him. I had, <laughs> dude, I had him convinced. Oh, it went even further. This was before I took over to kids class. So we're in kids class. Oh, my God. And this was like it's two different. weeks. Oh, that's the tart one. <laughs> oh, shit. That one yeah, hits I, different, huh? I hadn't drank whiskey. Since your birthday? Yeah, that Friday night. I ain't touched liquor since that Friday night. Mm. I had shit. About time. Uh, but before y'all keep telling stories about people nobody goddamn knows is listening to this, I know that's what y'all are used to doing with the podcast, talking to folks that, uh, that you know. The, the story is what matters. No, 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 no it's funny. It's just funny. Um, so one of the reasons why we was going to do this is so you we could all like kind of talk about how to make a podcast better. Um, if we keep telling shit stories between all three of us, this is going to run. That's one thing. When you got to be a dickhead when you do this. That's the first night I'll give any of y'all listening. Never, ever be scared to tell somebody, hey, we got to do what we're supposed to do. got to get back we to what we're talking about. On top it. If we don't, we'll sit here and shit talk for an hour and it won't be none of the information that we're supposed to be fucking doing. So that's lesson number one. Be a dick. Works for you. It does. It works. Look at my bank account. Be true to you, and sir. Am I guess. Uh, like y'all. Um, but no. So what were some of the things like, Jimmy, with you get to just, just getting started with your show? What's some of the things that like you want to do better? Um, I just I really need to figure out how to get people interested in what we're doing and what we're talking about like um what started it was some of the parents didn't understand what we did they don't understand jujitsu they call it karate um they didn't understand like proper etiquette like we still had people trying to walk across our mat on a shoe with their shoes on and shit like that so we started like the coach jimmy channel and the podcast as a way to reach the parents in the beginning and then I realized, like, I really enjoy doing this and I want to I want to change it so that I can appeal to not just people that are trying to do jujitsu, but business. I've had to learn how to manage and operate a business so that my gym was successful out of 93 gyms that was in a group with me through COVID. There's only 14 of us left and mine's one of the 14. And that's because I run it like a fucking business instead of like a, a buddy. Yeah. Instead of like a buddy 
or like a jujitsu school. Most martial arts schools don't treat them like businesses. And they, they, it's like, yeah, man, we'll do, we'll work it out or we'll do this. They do not run it like it is a business. And that's why they failed. And I realized that early on and I got tired of working a 40 hour week at another job and then coming and working 30 to 40 hours at a jujitsu school or MMA school trying to teach that because that's time away from my family. So take it full circle, whatever it is. I started the podcast to educate people about what it is that we're actually doing and to help other business owners understand that their school is a business and their brand is a fucking business. Absolutely. No, you're right. That's a, that's probably 101 when it comes to this shit, you know? Um, what all do you do as far as promoting it? Um, honestly, I, I share that shit all over social media. And I get the people that come on, if they come on, if other people other than Taylor or Bam come on, I get them to share it. Um, I haven't, like, run any ads. I haven't I'm done anything like that. What content do you make to promote it? Oh, um, most of the stuff that we do is revolved around MMA. And then the... the give, me, give me an example of a video that you would post telling people about your show. Oh, I, I, I always do a live video and stuff like, hey, guys, we're doing this. Like Live videos do not work. And, um, not unless you have a <clears throat> fucking super big following. Live videos do not work. Um, That's how I grew the gym. Yeah. So the the when I started doing a lot of videos and doing the other things, people started getting interested in our school. That's actually how I grew the school was through like saying, hey, come check us out. We do this. And then people will share that. One of the biggest videos that I have right now is I'll go, do you want your kid to be a leader? We know how. Mess send us a message and let us know. Um, that was a live video that I shot. And then I just sent it out there we promote it every now and then and that video is what keeps my school open well uh, one of the things i would just make a suggestion to you is instead of i mean of course do with that because people need information on what you actually do but you probably need to make like some content either funny or educational in some way utilize instagram tiktok everything and do it in a way that's different than just giving out the in your face information so uh i get i think you're you're so for my podcast i have not done that at all yeah for jujitsu in the gym i do like these quick tutorials some of them are silent and it's just like showing your hands and where they grab and like pointing your head like how to do a how to do a throw i do that on tiktok instagram facebook you got you've got to like wrestling right Oh uh, no! Yeah, I've okay. never in my entire okay, life. Uh, <laughs> I've never in my entire I, life watched. I guess in MMA, I don't, I don't watch a lot of MMA. I watch it if Kyle comes over, or if there's like a fighter that I want to watch. But like to give you an example, of kind of what I'm talking about, or what I was going to use wrestling as an example, is like McGregor. McGregor is great at fucking promos. He sucks at everything else now, but <laughs> fucking he's great at fucking promos. Um, or something like you do. Uh, because I, I kind of looked, did a little bit of research before y'all came here about how many people have, uh, shows about MMA. There's a shit ton of them. Um, there's a fucking massive amount of them. You got to do something that stands out. Yeah, and I, and I was thinking, I was thinking in my head about some promos and stuff for the podcast. Now, as far as it comes to your gym, I run a business, you run a business completely too. It's oranges and apples. I can't tell you how to get better at that, but it sounds like you're doing well about anyway. But as far as podcasts go, yeah, mine sucks right now. Yeah. It's not doing well, well. That's what 
you have to have content to make people to drive people to it. If if all I ever did was make a video and put on Instagram and Snapchat or TikTok or whatever, I was like, hey, tonight I'll be talking to Cobb Lee and Jimmy about starting a podcast and what you need to do. It's not going to get anybody excited. It's not going to. It doesn't. You have to throw something into it. You have to be entertaining. People listen to podcasts to be entertained. Like, they have took the place of talk shows on radio and everything. The second that it gets boring, they're fucking, it's off. It is off. So what I would recommend is you have to drive the people there. And when you drive the people, to get the people to something like you do, fucking cut some funny promos. Cut some shit to where it's you doing, Cobb will get this, Macho Man Randy said, cream of the crop. Yeah, hey, I've actually showed him that one. Nobody fucking knows what cream of the crop still is, <laughs> but I mean, cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. And uh, he kept pulling I'm, up the little I'm creamers. Yeah. For something like you do, what I would almost make it. Almost. Makes one of them funny videos we talk about, like grappling, scrubble, uh, yeah. struggle buddies. Like, yes. If y'all two were doing a show together, I'd almost do a TikTok video because TikToks. You always got to go off the biggest platform at the time on social media. TikTok is. TikTok is the biggest fucking thing that there is right now. Um, and it will be for the next little while to something. Probably next five on. years. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what Snapchat and everything else. Yeah. So, like, in my head, if I was going to promote y'all show with what you do, I would do a promo to where it was you talking shit to your guests and your guests talking shit to you back and forth. And instead of it being um, – Cobb Lee or Bam Bam is going to appear on my show tonight. I don't know if you entitle, like you title each one of your shows or whatever. I, I do I always put something different on each episode, but it would be like tonight's episode, Jimmy versus Bam Bam. Instead of it just being like hosting, I would make it seem to where it's not necessarily confrontational when you're doing the show, but leading up to it is because you're going to have to make it stand out. Nobody listens to when you're starting off, or even at my level, if you think Theo Vaughn or Joe Rogan's going to do the same subject as me, you know who they're going to listen to? Them. They're not going to listen to me. If we're talking about the same thing, and unfortunately, in the world we live in, there's only so many topics you can fucking talk about that are current events. And I imagine it's the same thing when it comes to the MMA subjects. So you have to do something that stands out that makes you different than every other 2,000 shows that talk about MMA. Right. Putting a little gimmick to the actual production leading up to it, like the social media marketing side of it, is all you – you wouldn't have to change your content on the show. We could do a short clip about Nissan and Infinity. <laughs> Still talking about that. I don't know what the fuck that is. Dude, uh, <laughs> he had an argument with someone about it, about which car is better. They tried that. They was trying to tell me that Infinity was better than Nissan, but in fact, Infinity is owned by Nissan, so Nissan Infinity cannot be better than Nissan because Infinity is in fact a Nissan. That was my argument. It is better. Infinity is better because it's, more it's a Nissan. Ver- it's the upgraded version of it. But it's still a Nissan. But Nissan owns it. See? But it's the upgraded <laughs> version of it. Yeah, but it's not. It, it is, is a Nissan. 
Yeah, but okay. you, you can't have Jimmy Barnett being better than Jimmy Barnett. Yeah, you can if you get Jimmy Barnett some goddamn diamond rings. I'm still Jimmy Barnett. Steroids. Yeah, exactly. He's still Jimmy Barnett. It's two different companies. <laughs> they might be owned by the same company, but when one has more upgrades than the other one, it's not the same thing. Well, like, it, okay, so if you had. They got the same chassis, wheels, design. Everything, it's, yeah. Does it have the same interior? The same only model. thing that's different is just like your Cadillac Escalades and the Tahoes is literally the, the logo, the logo that's on the front. But that's the, ba- the from the base model to the higher model. They have the same thing Chevrolet does as, as Cadillac. They have the same because of because of branding, right? It's branding. But still, it's still Chevrolet. And you Chevrolet can't be better than Chevrolet. It's still Chevrolet. Yeah, but it, it can be a better version of itself. And it's a better version of itself, and it is better. But it's still Chevrolet. But it's still better. But it's <laughs> – that's the point. Is it still yeah. Chevrolet or still Nissan? We talk about this all day. See? <laughs> is this a better – even if it's got the same Here's owner, our promo right here. If it's got the same <laughs> owner, that's exactly right. You that, can take this clip and you fucking throw it on. But we're not, this is all, not going to be all day. That, Another – Ten seconds. I'm like, all right, I'm the dick. Y'all don't get back. Get back. On that track. was the point, so, though. Yeah, push him out. Yeah, fuck both of y'all. Fuck you. <laughs> you just hang out me on your birthday. You yeah, fuck yourself. Out. You didn't hang out with me neither. I didn't hang I out with no there. one. You know what? I hung out with my mom, my niece, and nephew. So fuck y'all. We see who's more important. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he said yes. So he said it yes. was nasty. You didn't want to bring by. You were embarrassed. No, no, her friend. Uh, that's what it was. You just want to. I had it lined up. I already told him. He said I no, had I it lined up. Box, hey, it's his birthday. You I got had the... a box of honey buns for payment. All she, had, <laughs> all she had to do was suck that bitch one good time, and she was gonna be just make a hole in the honey bun, apply it, say there you go. I think her nickname's Honey Buns. So that would apply. I'm definitely right. not interested. You sure? Should've been. No, you should have been. One of your creamy glaze. The I'm cream good. of the crop is cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. <laughs> Yo, nice, yeah. Nice callback. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's very good. Circling around. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you, no. You've got to do something that makes it different. If you, if I tried to compete with people that do the same content as me, that are bigger accounts than me, I'd lose. I agree. I know how it fucking looks. I agree. I, that's why I don't. I do the stuff that you have to be genuine to yourself. Because the second you start doing shit that is not you, listener hears it, they think you're full of shit, they're never coming back. Right. So you, How do you, you have, have a fan base? Because you are full of shit. They love me. That's why they love him. They fuck, I'm the one that's going to get on here and say the shit they want to say. <laughs> you you got to be that way. Well, you, see, I feel like... And this you is, have to be sincere about it. This is what I feel like. I feel like <laughs> that you will find the people that... You're going to find haters and you're going to find people that love you. And the people that love you are the ones that's going to support you in the way that you do. They call it, like I read a book called A Thousand True Fans. Have you ever read that? Mm-hmm. It's basically saying you, that you if... can't uh, read, remember? No, that's right. But it, basically it says if you can find a thousand people that are true fans, you're going to find haters, but if you get a thousand people that are true fans, then they'll buy your shit. And if they buy your shit, then you're... Your income's already a hundred thousand a year. Like you get somebody spending twenty five dollars a month with you, a thousand people are spending twenty five. Whatever. Yeah. See, like with me, math. I've out. had the same people follow me from back in the bearded bastard days to working in radio to where I'm at now. You ever like sit down and think of that, like where you started? Yeah. Fucking best, the stupidest decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's the thing. I still remember some of your original Bearded Bastard content, like the videos. I didn't tell you. It was a good time. I started following you when you did the um, 
the fight. What was it? The brawlers. Of, oh, I got my fucking ass whooped. We you bought didn't. that gym and watched it. You didn't get your ass oh, whooped. Man. It felt like it the no. next day. But oh, no, I'm I, sure. I, I talked I, you, you up. Know, funny. I'm tell it, I thought you did good considering yeah. rough you don't and rowdy. Train. That's what it's rough called. Rough and rowdy. I'm yeah. gonna tell y'all a secret right now. Never told you, about, or maybe I got drunk and told people on the show before. The dude, I would not have signed up for it if they would have told us when we got there that people had an option if they got there before you and they saw you and what you weighed and your height, they could say, hey, I want to fight somebody else. So I didn't get there early. I ended up getting there, and I had to fight a guy that was had 80 pounds on me. It was either 60 or 80 pounds on me, and he had like six inches taller than me. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I didn't came this far. I'm doing it. I took everything that dude had, and it fucking – it was rough. It was, it was rough. Dude, you but, did, it didn't do bad. My knee, when I was like, oh, my knee, my knee. No, I wasn't getting knocked the fuck out on pay-per-view. <laughs> I wasn't. Hey, my knee was sore. <laughs> but I, when, I realized, when I realized that I could not get close enough to that motherfucker to hit him, but he had 15 feet between me and him, he could knock the fuck out of me. I went two rounds, and I was like, you know what, that third one, that's not necessary. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna, it's I'm not gonna, necessary. Uh, people, people would say, oh, you don't have heart. No, no I just knew I was going to get knocked the fuck out. There's a reason they have weight classes. And I was like, oh, my fucking knee, it hurts so bad. I didn't. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go home with my tickets. I knew, <laughs> I knew what was coming because a couple of those, they shook me. And I hadn't – Cobb has seen me fight. Like, bar fight, shit, like, I don't compare to, like, what y'all do or anything. But I can hold my own. I've always been able to help hold my own. But I also ain't never picked on a fucking six three motherfucker that <laughs> three hundred something pounds either. I I know if you if you my height or my weight and we talk and shoot each other, good to go. If I take an ass whooping, I take an ass whooping. But I ain't fixed. There's some motherfuckers. I'm like, you know, I'm walking away. Well, I, when I seen you on that, I was like, man, that dude has balls. And I I was like, I'm gonna look him up. And you was doing like. Uh, you was doing Snapchat stories yeah. and shit like that, bearded bastard, and yep. yep. And I that's when I started following you, and I thought that it was that's how I come it, to know you. It was cool. It was a means to an end. It got me my job in radio, and uh, it got me this. But what she's talking about having those those amount of people, I got fucking I don't know three hundred, four hundred thousand people that watch majority of shit that I do, and it, it's made it to where it's living for me. But I also learned something very long time ago. People that like you, you market yourself towards. People that don't like you, like with you, I'll guarantee you, you'll never get, and this is just me being whatever, there's probably not a lot of people that listen to you that play fucking tennis, like as far as the sport goes. You don't market yourself when you teach what you teach, a combat sport, to a fucking tennis player. A lot of people make the mistake when they're marketing themselves, their show or whatever they're doing, their apparel to people, is they want everybody to buy. They want to make an item to where everyone is going to buy. Sad truth is you can never, ever convince that tennis player to buy anything that is combat sport related. Same thing with me. I don't give a fuck about liberals. I don't care. I don't really give a fuck about – I don't consider myself conservative anymore. I am in the middle. I'm a conservative with liberal views. But I know that with the stuff I talk about and the things, my feelings on a lot of subjects, that the conservative community 
And the people that are more like me are the ones that's going to buy my stuff. Right. The people on the left, they're not going to buy my stuff. Michael Jordan has a great fucking quote, and it's uh, Republicans buy shoes too. Yep. When I heard that, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to market myself to the people that's actually going to buy my shit. I don't care what the other side does. If you want to buy something, buy it. If you don't, you don't. With you, you just have to find your demographic. So you got to push yourself. One of the greatest things that um, one of my mentors said to me, and I took it, uh, it was about three or four years ago. Uh, Brandon told me, as Brandon McCatherine, he said, uh, he was like, uh, brown and black belts don't buy DVDs. They don't buy downloads. They don't buy shit. It's white belts and blue belts. They're the ones that buy stuff like that. So that's who I'm marketing myself to as far as stuff like that. Like my, the, the, you know, the protect your neck series that we're going to do the, the front head series that we're going to do like snap downs, attacking the head, all of that. Those are, I'm going to, my marketing demographic will be white belts and blue belts and some purple belts because that's who buys or who download buys downloads to learn most Brown black, uh, people that been well, grappling for years because they're already passed that level, yeah, right? yeah right and um so i realized that right away early on uh the and then our gear is geared towards nogi so like the protect your neck rash guards the protect your neck uh compression shorts and fight shorts and all that stuff obviously it's going to be mma or nogi grapplers so that's that's a given you, know, you tennis players don't wear compression shirts yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah so. you, you just got the you got to find something that makes you different. And it sounds like already, like this is one of the things I'll be coaching people like whenever we start the consultant stuff. And I don't know who my avatar is as far as uh, the people that I attract yeah. because I, I, I'm actually not real genuine 100% on my podcast as much as I would like to be. When I'm super genuine, we usually don't post those bitches sometimes because oh, I, so those are going to be your good ones. Right. Those are the ones that we'll probably lose some fucking gym members over. All right. Well, here's your thing. Yeah, I'll go in. I'll go in. I'll, 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 I'll fuck your podcast dreams up right now. All right. So, I understand that you don't want to lose the gym memberships. But if you want to monetize what you're doing with your show, you have to be you. You have to be those episodes that you might be worried about or whatever. If you don't post those, there has been times I shit you not. I've done this show like tonight. When I get done with this one, this show probably won't come out till Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember. But I've got another one after this that'll be uploaded tomorrow morning. And that one, I'm drinking right now. I don't even know what the fuck I will be saying on that show to these two girls in a little bit. I don't know. But I do know this. If I even pull my punches whatsoever, I will see it in my reviews tomorrow from from everybody. They don't come to me for me to be fucking PG, politically correct or whatever. Right. I can be respectful. I have a lot of fucking people that do this show. I had a woman uh, for our July 4th special, and she's done one by herself named Brittany Jacobs. Brittany Jacobs' husband served in the military. Uh, he passed away in service in 2011. She got famous because a picture of her and Donald Trump uh, her son and her were running around the, the cemetery where her husband's buried. Trump happened to be there that day. Comes up, gets a picture with her and her kid. This woman went 
fucking viral because of this picture. Everybody knew her. So, like, when I have someone like her or the woman who's running for governor right now in Georgia that's been on my show, I can change some of the things I say as far as cuss words, whatever, because I know the audience that'll be listening. But the second I pull my fucking punches, that'll be the second that nobody listens to the next episode. You have to be, if you're going to be good at this, you have to be raw. You have to be you. You can use your church voice sometimes, church language. Dude, I I go, sometimes I go, I, I troll people. And I also, I tend to play devil's advocate. Even if I disagree with what I'm saying, sometimes just for the sake of making someone argue their point, I pull the other side. And I do things like that all the time because I genuinely enjoy doing things like that. have to. That is something that I tell the majority of my guests is if you say something and I think it's kind of fucking stupid or I don't understand it, then the listener probably thinks it's stupid or they don't understand it. So you as the host have to know that whatever they say, you don't get it. You have to ask the question that the audience wants to know. So like a while ago, when y'all were telling like the stories, the inside jokes or whatever, that's cool. That's fucking, there's nothing wrong with that. Needs a little bit more like information on if you, if I was like doing your podcast or whatever, and you were talking about that, I would have put a picture up of fucking Alaska or, or, or danger. You give them a little bit of insight into it. If you're telling inside stories, um, or most of the stories that we tell on inside you don't need pictures of it. Goddamn, you probably don't want pictures of most of the shit that, <laughs> the stuff that we've been through. No, I think we talked about Nashville that last one I was on. Yeah. So <laughs> you've got to, you, but you have to. Because what makes you, when you're listening to somebody's podcast, the reason why somebody's going to listen to you because they want the genuine version of you. If they don't get the genuine version of you, they're going to find somebody else that gives them that genuine version because your audience is just like you. And as you're going to be a host of something like this, you have to say the stuff that they want to say. That's the only that's the only reason why I'm successful on social media. That's how you build a fan base is you say the shit that they can't say. I've got a platform to where when I say something, it's way fucking louder than Joe Blow over here that's got two followers, but he feels the same way. Yeah. And then what does he do? He shares my goddamn content and he helps it grow. You have to be a voice for your fucking demographic. Makes a lot of damn sense. The, sec- sense. the second you the second you start thinking about oh, I'm gonna lose a gym membership. Well, some see we're we're kids, we're a kid friendly gym, and uh, a lot of the kids look up to us and stuff like that. But then sometimes, like I said, I get into devil's advocate and well, like I said, the thing is you can do what you're doing now. I am not knocking it. I am not knocking it. If you want to keep it kid friendly. That's fine. I don't really care about keeping it kid friendly as much as I care about maintaining a certain level of like maybe I push that too fucking far. Yeah. And like Yeah, but who says you push it too far? I'm no, one of them. You can't fucking look at him because he <laughs> I Bob, Bob is very conservative as far as in every one of his views in life. Not political shit you're just a conservative ass person when he says he uh crosses the line like he didn't just cross like he skipped across and like jumped (laughs) 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 dude one of my lines that they were like god damn jimmy i uh (laughs) i said uh i i told him 
I would wake, what did I say? I would wake up wondering why heaven was so hot. Yeah, because uh, you went to hell. <laughs> yeah, just something like that. No, no. But they were like, they just got quiet and looked at me like. Honestly, it came out of nowhere. Uh, like what we were talking about, like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what? But that was one of the things that I was I was just clowning. Like that, I was just clowning. That, that I think we posted that one because I didn't Yeah, we care. posted that. That one wasn't that bad. That one wasn't that bad. But it just caught me off guard. Say that's bad. That's bad. Gotcha. Whatever you got, I got it topped, and it happened this way. All right, so I had most girl- of your life probably tops it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just not, go, not had, gonna lie. I had this girl, had this girl on my show, has a huge following, uh, gets millions of fucking views on everything she does, all this good shit uh, on TikTok and everything. I had her on the show Tuesday night. Name's uh, Stephanie Lee, hot ass lesbian, hot ass lesbian. Her and her wife cool as hell. So we're on there, we're talking or whatever. She's talking about like religion, I don't know, or whatever. We're talking about how some people see her. And um, I don't know if you know this, I know Cobb does. I go speak at convention centers when it comes to like conservative stuff because the woman who's running for governor, she loves my show and some other things. So like I've got to meet like these like fucking That's Lynn cool. Woods who's worth $500 million, but I go up there and I'm honest. I don't pull any punches. I am who I am right here, there. So uh, there was about two or three months ago, I was in this room full of uh, super conservative people. And we got to talking about something I said on stage. And it was uh, my point uh, or my stance on gay marriage. I don't fucking give a shit. I don't care. If you want to get married, get married. It does not bother me whatsoever. And uh, whenever I'm in an awkward situation, I always try to make a joke. Okay. I fucked up. To them, I fucked up. I still think it's funny. In a maroon full of uh, these conservative people, and uh, they asked me, and I was like, they asked me what, how I felt about lesbians or whatever. And I was like, hey, in the Bible it says a man's not supposed to lay with another man. Don't say shit about lesbians. Even the disciples like that shit. And <laughs> the air went out the room. The, apparently, you can't make a lesbian joke to a bunch of preachers and use disciples as a punchline. Uh, <laughs> Think it's funny. So if I can sit here and make a joke about how the disciples like lesbos, that's the fuck you want to. You don't get canceled in this. You year. should look up the comedian Sam Kennison. Dude, I like Sam Kennison. Have y'all? I know, I know exactly. Sam have y'all seen the? Uh, it's chosen. It's like a. It's like a. The G like a a video version of the Bible. No, no. it's called Chosen. I don't watch any of it. Simon. Simon is one of the disciples, and he tells a guy like at the like right at the beginning, he's fighting in a like a dirt ring with some boulders and stuff. Yeah. He's one of the disciples, and he's fighting his brother-in-law. He's like putting it to him, and he's like, "They call me wine hands," and they looked at him. He was like, "Cause they're bad for your liver," and he liver shot the guy. <laughs> I fucking died. I started. I sent a message in the in the group chat. I was like, "They call me wine hands, but I misspelled wine." I spelled it W-H-I-N-E. <laughs> we'll pass that joke. Dude. But they they make it like a running joke about Jesus and, and stuff. And they's like not too shabby, but it's it's supposed to bring people back to understanding Jesus' time and all that crap. Yeah. But you're talking about the disciples. It made me think about Simon. And that's where that comes all from. All I think about is ADHD. I want to fill a book up with the stuff you said. That's still a lot of good shit. Yeah, like the two, the two stories I remember is the one you said about uh, when we went to Totalik with the teeth. And what then, about the teeth? <laughs> ha! 
the fuck are you talking about with Tolick? We went to Tolick to this uh outdoor music festival concert over the Fucking weekend. Greatest worst time ever. No, just that one bar where a guy bought a bar just so he could sing every night. I've been trying to get him on my show. He thinks I'm playing. He won't do my show. Oh my I gosh, like, you need to have him on your show. I feel like he's seen the videos of me sharing his shit with blackface. <laughs> and he's just like, I can't do it. Well, anyway, we were at this music festival and it was like the first day there. It was like the first day. We're not even through the gate yet. And some women come by and you immediately start spitting shit at them. Very good. Nothing uncommon there. You do it quite a bit. And you're, you're like, where are you from? They're like, Alabama. You're like, ah, oh, shit. You fuck your cousins. Yeah, I call them cousin fuckers. Yes. Yeah. And then they like just looked at you. And you're like, it's cool. We're from Georgia. We fuck our cousins too. The only thing is, we have all our teeth. Uh, I don't remember that. You said that completely. Trust me, it sounds like someone's like, I'm not that one. You. And then the midget wrestling, what you said about the, I what he was that. working with. The midget wrestling. I got in trouble. <laughs> uh, you got in trouble. I got in trouble. Um, he was about to get his ass kicked by a bunch of little people. Yeah, by midget Saurus Rexes. Um, <laughs> so I got, because I've got a fetish. I got a fetish. No, you have a bucket list. I have a bucket list. There you go. It's not a fetish. It's a bucket list. I'm fucking midget. It's on there. I'm going to spin that little bitch like a top. I just don't know where she's at yet. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I promise you, I'm going to. Um, so they serve beer and hell. One of my one of my friends owns put hoodie on making. backwards. One of my friends owns bar making, and uh, he was like, "Hey, we're having midget wrestling. Help promote it. Come out or whatever." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, of course I am." Couldn't get nobody going with me. That was the first mistake. Should've yeah, you invited me. I should have gone by myself because uh, I I always <laughs> every concert I go to I'm backstage. I'm always backstage with the band somehow, one way or another. If I don't know them before it starts. You know I'm at the end. I, know, I know I'm at the end. Yeah, he invited me to go to this, but by this point, midget wrestling, Josh drunk at a bar. Yeah, this is this is it not going to end well. I'm not going. Like, I'm not even going to be a part of this. Um. So I get backstage. They got hot-ass midget. They got two of them, matter of fact. But one of them and me, we started taking shots together. I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like, I thought, I thought like, this is gonna, it. I thought, you I thought, thought this was it. I thought we were going to wrestle for the cruiserweight championship, and that was a heavyweight. Like, I thought it was fucking home. Um, so I'm sitting on the couch. I got, like, my arm, like, behind her, and, like, we're talking. We're in the green room and everything. And uh, anyway, my mouth does what it always does when there's alcohol involved, especially tequila. Starts going a little too far. Some people know how to take it. Some people don't. Most of the shit I say is a joke. Some people just don't know how to take it. Well, she says something to me, and I'm like, I lean her to her, and I whisper in her ear. I was like, baby, I'm going to put you in my pocket and take you home. Apparently, when you're a midget, it's not funny to be told that you're going to be put in somebody's pocket. <laughs> she got kind of mad. That ain't even the best part. So she got kind of mad. So she gets up and I'm sitting there laughing. I'm like, come back. So I thought she was playing. Not playing. Uh, she's going to tell this other little fellow that uh, she's like, hey, this is what he said. He comes over with attitude. I stand up. And I'm like, really? Like, I said something to him, and clearly the joke went over his head. And uh, that joke. Um, so anyway, he says something to me, and he gets fucking mad. He's like, you don't think I'll whoop your ass? And I'm giggling because I'm drunk. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, no, I don't. I don't think you, like, if you, y'all both, y'all both fight. 
<laughs> just imagine the disrespect that somebody would give you if he's like, I'm going to whoop your ass and the person in front of you it starts giggling. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> this is not going to end the way that you think it's going to end, sir. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so uh, as soon as he does that, all the rest of the fucking midgets, they just start rounding up around me like goddamn ants. Like, they're all getting ready to morph into one big person. <laughs> and he fucking says something to me. I'm still like, punch me square in my dick. I'm talking about pops me right in the fucking dick. And I'm still laughing. I don't know. I've never been hitting a dick before I thought it was funny. I thought this was still at this point was funny. Like, I thought, because they're wrestlers. I thought, oh, they're putting on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was what was happening. I thought that they were fixing to, like, this was the encore. I was the number one fan that night, and they're fucking with me in the green room. Uh, like you're the only one that gets to see this I'm show. I'm the only one. Like my stupid ass, <laughs> I still fucking think it's funny, bitch. It quit being funny real fast. The security guard, who's my friend, grabs me on my shoulder, and he's like, "All right, you got to go." He's like, "I don't know what you said. They are fucking mad." And I told him, <laughs> and he was like, "Stupid." That ain't even. You told me you said something else to him. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> He came uh, after she went to him. He said, I don't know why you're trying so hard. She ain't going to fuck you. And you're like, uh, I don't know how you phrase it, but pretty much said, uh, well, she don't want that little Vienna sausage you're working oh, with. Yeah, I told him he had a Vienna. <laughs> I was like, this bitch wants a fuck. I think I said bratwurst. <laughs> and he didn't think that was funny. I think that's what made him punch me in my dick and the joke went over his head. I don't remember. <laughs> But it was it was very bad. It was it was very bad to the point to where the owner called me the next day, and he was just like, "Look, I'm giving you the number of this guy. You have to call and apologize to him. We would love to have Midget Wrestling come back, but they fucking hate you. You can't ever come back when they're here." <laughs> and then I told, I remember telling the owner what happened the next day. And I remember him laughing, and he was like, "You still, you still got to call." Did you call? No. Nah. Okay. Fuck no one calling that little fucker. That would be a great conversation. Call and invite him on your podcast. No. <laughs> he said no. no. He might bite your dick next time. He's it, at that level. I know, but the thing was, it was I didn't get it. Like, they're actors. They're fucking performers. Like, you got a guy that's backstage. I was the only person who ever fucked that night. Everybody else was walking out the bar. It wasn't that entertaining to anybody but me. But you'd have thought it was goddamn Stone Cold and The Rock up there at WrestleMania because it's much fun as I was having. I don't, fuck yeah, kill his little ass. Like, hit him with a small chair. Fisher Price, that bitch. But I was having a good time. And Fisher Price. Yeah, that's what they did. They didn't have full-size chairs. They did. I was fighting with kindergarten toys. Were they still, like, metal chairs? They don't call them metal. They might have been. Aluminum. Well, I don't know. I think it's like the, some of them had like princesses. <laughs> so, some of them had like blues clues. Like there's this little cute chairs. Um, they were not made for full size people. They didn't like me. I don't think they were made to hit people in the head with either, though. I don't know. Have you seen their heads? They can take it. They got goddamn melons. Hey, I'm telling you, the one who I was trying to knock down. That little bitch had a fucking noggin on her. I tell, I just all I remember. I remember her tits and her knock. Her tits were just as big as her head. She was very weird. She looked like a fucking like shrunken China. 
you know, without the drugs. <laughs> you watch the dark side of the ring? Yes, I, I, I've only watched the first three seasons. There's only three seasons. No, the fourth season just came out on TV. When? Like, just like it's on now. Uh, Zach actually sent me the episode, uh, The Plane Ride from Hell. It's on YouTube. I hadn't seen that one yet. He sent I it to me on YouTube. The Dynamite Kid, the last episode. Yes, I finished season three. I fucking love that show. But season four is out. I feel like there's going to be a dark side of the ring about what happened that night. I don't think so. I don't All think right. they're at that level. Speaking of this, speaking of this, Nick Cage is going to be on my show next month. Uh, Gage? Gage. Where the fuck? Gage. Sorry if it's, you heard this. He's, he will kick your ass. He's not coming here. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to let that goddamn bastard come here. I'm He'll go kill you. This dude is death match. Like, he almost killed David Arquette. You know the actor? Yeah. This dude. Legit. Like, it ain't fake what this motherfucker fucking murder. They have what they call death matches. They, the rope is made of bob wire. And then they got like the fucking fluorescent lights. Every, like the two bots. I don't like wrestling no more. I like the nostalgia of it from back in the 90s when I was a kid. Hence, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's all this is. Like, it's, it's old shit. Besides that Nick uh, Cage guy. Gage. Yeah, where the fuck's name is? Go ahead and call him by the wrong name. I'm not. He strikes me as a top that, like, like what city I'm are you in? I have no idea who y'all are talking about. No, no, I'll, you got to get in the water. I know yeah. you don't like wrestling. Watch Dark Side of the Ring, just that episode. If you don't like none of the rest of the shit, it won't hit you because it's nostalgic. You, you ever like heard, uh, I know you heard me and Zach talk about Mick Foley, Cactus yeah. Jack Mankind. How the hardcore wrestling, this takes hardcore wrestling further. This is like backyard wrestling turned up to 5,000. Like, you, you're going to bleed. A lot. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, uh, they almost died during some of these matches. Last thing I'll say about wrestling. You got uh, you got Amazon Prime? No. Okay, you need to get Amazon Prime. I want to watch that show. What? Uh, yes. yes. I already watched it. I'm, I'm not going to episode I have it. Amazon Prime. You I want to see that show. Feels is good, fucking good. It's, uh, it's filmed here in Georgia. It's not far from here. Where at? It's all of it. Like they got the Perry Fair coming up in the next episode. Oh, cool. It's real. I mean, it's, it's they say in the show it's called Duffy, Georgia. Yeah, but, but it's yeah. not Duffy. I don't know. There's not a Duffy. I, I don't look, think there's a Duffy. I look, I look there's not. <laughs> there's not one. Because there's a guy that's on it, uh, who's in professional wrestling. That night that we surprised uh Matt. Matt. The uh gallows. Or yeah, something. big gallows there who's Because you invited me and I told you to invite someone else that knew who he was because yeah, WWE or whatever wrestler came here, did a show with some more folks and everything. It was real fun. Yeah, cool. uh, Matt got, Burton was here. We got fucked up. Matt, we surprised the shit out of him. Matt didn't know he was coming and uh, I always try to do nice yeah. shit. Man, yeah. I, I love Matty. Yeah, because you I know you invited me, but I told you to like but he's in the show something to invite someone else because I didn't know who it was. Invite someone that would appreciate it more than me. Now, if you would have like, had The Rock or Song Cold, like, yes, invite me. No, you invite me. Hey. You didn't even let him hang out with you on your birthday. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, I know what you want to do for Paul Bears when you die. I do. My, yeah, my, don't invite me and you have Song Cold. See funeral, if I do that. Up. Well, what you going to do? Uh, first of all, it's going to be the most unique funeral ever. Uh, all my Paul Bears have to wear leather vests uh, and jorts. And everybody will get to walk up to the casket, start off with, and say, "Hey, bye, you know, did a good job. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for the STDs and all the laughs." Um, but then they're gonna wheel me out while everybody's still sitting there, and then the stone cold glass is gonna break and the music's gonna start playing, and then before this preacher or whoever starts talking, all my pallbearers got to carry my fat ass back in there. <laughs> With the joy, I want to embarrass my pallbearers. Like I want them, I want it to be the coolest 
fucking send off here. Even if it's a sad day. Like, let's be real. I'm not going to go out well. It's going to be, it's going to be fucked up. It's going to be bad. Y'all motherfuckers don't, y'all don't be sad. I, I know where I is. I was good. He's uh, going to live to his 90 and all you guys are going to be like be 90. Yeah, and gonna y'all are going to be in jorts and, and, and uh, leather. Ball, <laughs> um, it ain't going to be fun no more. I want a group of Italian guys to just show up randomly that nobody knows and say, we're going to miss you, boss, and then walk away. That's pretty cool. It's gangster. I want to have closed <laughs> casket, and halfway through, the lights go out and strobe lights come on with techno music, and I drop down from the ceiling on wires. Just... <laughs> the Grand Reaper sitting you in the back. You even go to a bar. <laughs> and you want to be treated like goddamn Pinocchio before you die. <laughs> I'm already dead. <laughs> Better hope rigor mortis hadn't set in yet because if it has, it's gonna be it's gonna be real goddamn weird. It's gonna be it's real gonna weird. Be fucked up. I read that. Italian. The uh, anyway, uh, Jimmy, got any more questions that anybody else would want to ask before we get the fuck off here? Um, I don't know. I think most people's problem is obscurity, and they would like to know. Other than I guess small little videos like clips, like saying Jimmy goes head to head with Bam. What other things you could do to make it grow, like to gain traction quicker? You got to find your audience and you got to find out what, what buttons to press. So as far as finding your audience, uh, what you would refer to like is your, I would call it an avatar for business, like the, the perfect customer. We call those avatars. So I guess your audience would be like the gotta, people that you I, would I'm listen sure to. A lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of message boards for MMA, right? Yeah. There's probably a lot of things. There's a lot of groups and a lot yeah. of stuff like that. You know what I do? I would fucking go to each one of those groups. I'd go to each one of those message boards, and I would drop information on my show every time I had a new episode come out. Every time. If there is fucking 100 groups in Georgia that does MMA that's got a Facebook group, I'd add myself to every one of them, and I would fucking – first off, I'll tell you another thing. You can't have the same guest, and you can't do it by yourself. You can't. Um, if you anybody tries to do a podcast by themselves or with just with the same guest, fails every single time. I've got a buddy. She's got a million-plus followers. She's done 10 episodes. I get more views and downloads on my stuff than she does on her episodes because she does it by herself. She wants to do it by herself because that's her brand. That's fine. But nobody wants to hear one. You don't go to a fucking movie to hear a – a fairy tale all the way through or to watch a fairy tale all the way through you have to have conflict you have to have resolution you have to have debates um embrace debate what espn or whoever fuck says it this number one thing you have to have banner back and forth and if you have the same rotating guests i know what you're gonna fucking say before you say it if he says something i know you're fucking gonna rebuttal in the same way you did to him last time you cannot have you. One thing I would do is I would find other gyms that you're. That I'm sure y'all got gyms that you're friends with. Yeah. I would ask those people to come on to my show. I would ask the people that are either members or the owners of that gym to come on to the show, and I would make it very clear to them beforehand. Hey, if you have a disagreement or something that I say, please don't argue. We don't argue on this show. My God, that's one thing. Somebody starts arguing with me on this show, I fucking turn it off. And then we'll start over from that conversation because nobody wants to listen to people argue, but they want to hear 
you debate and talk about right, conversation you, back and if forth. You do something different than another gym, but let's say Joe Blow with MMA of making does it completely different. You want to know why. And then it's up to the audience to decide who's right. But what happens when you do something like that, then all of a sudden, if you have good content and if the listener likes you from their gym, because that's what they're going to do. They're going to share it and they're going to say, hey, we're on this show. They're, all of a sudden, their audience is going to listen to you. Well, if you say something they like, well, then you have a fan. You have somebody that's going to listen to you moving forward. People that are going to stick there are going to stick there. People who aren't, uh, no offense, this is, if any of y'all are listening right now and this is the only show you're going to download because you don't like nothing I said, go fuck yourself. I'm not trying to be ugly to nobody, but I'm not doing my show for that person. It's not for them. It's not for them. Right. I hope they're happy. I hope they got a good life or whatever, but turn the fucking channel. Right. You know, you have to do the show for the people that are going to fucking listen to you week in and week out. Otherwise, don't try to monetize it. Don't try to do nothing along those lines. Just have fun and promote it to where it helps your, your actual gym. If you want to monetize it, then you have to find ways to reach other people, which that would be the way. If I was you, that's what I would do. I'd contact other gyms that I was connected with. That's what we already started doing. Like, I've had a couple of people from Tent Planet Perry. I've had uh, one person from uh, Divine. Divine. I've had. Uh, I've had how, how often do you post? So I was posting once a week. And now we're going live once a week on YouTube, and then we post on Anchor, supposed to once a week. But I, the last month, I haven't, I have not, I have dropped the fucking ball on it because I have got to the point with that part of it or whatever that it's me, Bam Bam, and Taylor, like you yeah. said. And it, it felt super repetitive, and I felt like I needed to figure out more. That's why I reached out to you because I need to figure out more than just having us talking in a round table every week about things that are going on in MMA and, and our school. You got to bring, you also need to bring people in. Uh, I would try to build a social media following on TikTok is what I would try to do. I'd try to make some funny videos. And then I would reach out to people that are got somewhat of a follow. It'll probably be hard for you to get like a big following, like somebody right off the bat or get some, folks that are popular in georgia who's that that guy that we went to high school with that um that's won like some fucking belts and everything in oh talking about uh talk kobe about kobe wall oh yeah kobe kobe's a man he's a good friend of mine actually yeah, that's uh that's who he's talking about yeah he's from he's from telfair he didn't he didn't go to school here did he yeah he went to dodge did he yeah um well i met him uh in the Winn dixie parking lot in telfair that's that's how i met him he uh, picked a fight with somebody out there in the parking lot, and he told him he was an MMA fighter. Really? And I watched him fight somebody in the parking lot. Was that after he got done with high school? That was before he got done with high school, and he had just started driving to Hard Knocks in Athens, Georgia, to train. Yeah, no, he uh, he went to Dodge because uh, I think his mom was actually a teacher and his older brother started teaching. There. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, didn't, I, just, I just now realized that. I did not know that. Yeah. Until just now, because I, I legitimately met him. It was me, Jonathan Gore, and Alan Starley. We were in the Winn-Dixie parking lot, and I, he picked a fight with somebody. It was in McCray, and he beat a, or choked a guy in the Winn-Dixie parking lot. And he handed me, which I was already training at the time, 
he handed me a card after he choked the guy out and was like, it was a hard knocks card and it said free trial, like one day free trial. He's like, come train with me. And then that's how I met him. And I was like, all right, cool. And yeah. he, he ignored us. We, we went to that Orlando card. Yeah, but I used to beat his ass in high school. And I know he got it's a shit. He's a he got he got some weird shit. I'm not gonna bring that up. Yeah. Oh, dude, I think everybody knows about that. But in high school, he was a little bit smaller too. Oh yeah, I beat we used to beat his ass in NFL. Tom when his brother was our teacher. Yeah, we but I understand why he wasn't coming. Dude, same crowd of people uh picked a fight for me. On accident with a guy in like this little bitty ass uh car, you know, as a Geo Metro come through the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was with a group of guys. Guy drives through the fucking parking lot and they're like, hey, watch where you're going. Guy stops, backs up, gets out of the car. This motherfucker's like 6'12. It's like 390 pounds. And I'm like, dude. Just slow down a little bit. I was like, oh, you got you got something to say? I'm like, well, nah. I look back. Everybody's sitting in a fucking car. I'm the only person left standing out here. I was like, like there was like five of us. Now, all of a sudden, I'm the only motherfucker out I here. Friends, boy. They will run off when I saw Bro, <laughs> that dude, if, if that dude would have slammed me on the ground, he would have killed me. Yeah. But he didn't. He slammed me on the hood of that Jeep. Like, boom, 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 boom. It hit me like four or five times. I'm like trying to climb up the window windshield of the fucking Jeep. And like, I'm trying to kick him off of me. And he's like trying to get me, trying to pull me back down. And I'm trying to run away. That's yeah. like to get my footing and shit back. And like, I'm trying to kick and move and kick and move. And you know when that fight was over? When he got tired of beating up the hood of that Jeep. Cause he was trying to pull me down and hit me, it and was, I was just squirming and moving. Me no good to have friends that was an MMA, bro. I'd have, fu- I'd have talked. I already talked shit. That's what happened. Yeah, I already talked. That's shit. what happened. I already shit. But uh, no, what I would do, dude, is uh, I would find people like that that you have a connection with, have a social media following, and ask them be like, "Hey, do my show." I always offer a Zoom call because a lot of people don't want to come to you, but they'll take an hour. They'll take an hour to fucking do it. Um, but I would reach out to any fighters that you know that have any type of following that y'all work with or whatever. Not have them on the fucking So side. that's another thing that um, that I had a question about. Is like you have this nice setup here. You got three Sure SM7B mops. These things are like four hundred dollars a piece. Uh, I have a nice little setup too. Um, do you just do Zoom calls with with people with like like fucking stupid ass little cell phone mics and stuff like that? Oh uh, well, okay. If you're gonna do Zoom call with somebody, there's a couple things you always got to tell them to do. One, you always make sure they have earphones or earbuds. That way, there's no reverb. That way, there's no. There, that's why nothing comes through. Who the fuck is that? Hold on a second. Let me tell you who the fuck is it. Hold on. Hey, I'm recording the show. I'm still recording with y'all in a little bit. Just give me about 20 more minutes, dumbass. Stupid bitch. Uh, she's going to hear me say stupid bitch tomorrow. Uh, she's going to whoop his tail. She can try. Uh, Baby powder. No, um, I always tell them to have Wi-Fi or a great connection. If they have a shitty connection, tell them fucking you do it another day. Yeah, I see. I've tried a couple of times and like with my road, my Rodecaster Pro, it works beautifully through the computer. Yeah. And and it sets all that up for Zoom. Like if they're if they call my phone yeah. or anything, like I can sync all that up. Yeah. 
I can even sync it up through Zoom. The problem that I run into is nobody has any professional shit, and they're always trying to do it. They're trying to do it through their fucking phone, and it sucks. All you need is you need to make sure they have headphones in so there's no reverb in a place to where they are. it is quiet and all that shit. But one of the main things is, is you have to have an editing software afterwards because what you can do is you can take the call. You can put it like I put mine into Adobe Audition. Yeah. I put the call into Adobe Audition. I do loud matchness. Um, I make sure that it's not fucking crazy at any point in time to where levels are. But just how I tested it tonight before we started, just test the fucking levels. That's do you do, do you even have uh like uh do you do yours live or you just post it later? No, I don't ever don't ever do live. Oh goddamn. That's another thing. Don't you ever do your shit live. We do ours live no, on YouTube. God damn. You, here's the thing why you don't do it live. If you do it live, people don't have to fucking download it. And they, I mean, are you the thing? People either want to do a podcast for fun or they want to make money off of it. Yeah, I'm trying to. That's why I'm asking. I don't do mine just for the hell of it. This is my career. So I, every time I do something, I have to do it from a standpoint of what makes me money. So how did you how do you start monetizing? How did you start getting? Did you just get managers, or did you start doing? If your show is successful enough, you get like through Buzzsprout. I told you to use Buzzsprout, not Anchor. Buzzsprout gives you every Monday. Once you get to a certain amount of downloads per episode, they send you a list of potential sponsors for your show. Okay, then you got to meet these requirements. Whatever they do, fuck that shit. Don't worry about monetizing it right off the bat. If you try to monetize it right off the bat, it's not going to be worth the effort you put into it. Right. Bust your ass to build till you get to a certain point. Like I told you, I think that it's 1,500 to 2,000 downloads an episode. Once you get to that point to where all you got to do is have like 1,000 downloads per episode. Or for, yeah, on each episode, they go by 1,000. So, like with us, off of each episode, I make four to five hundred dollars an episode that I do. How how many often do you upload? I do. I I try to do at least three times a week. But if I'm feeling whatever, I got some good guests that can be booked. I fucking do four or five. Do you have them booked like weeks out at a time, or oh, you just no. try to? I do. Just... There's some people you have to. There's some people you have to book because you got to work around their schedule. There's a lot of musicians that I have to do that with. That. Are, that are actually big name musicians. Another thing is um, on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is where I get a lot of my guests from. Well, I find them on TikTok, but then I message them on Instagram because they're going to miss it on TikTok. But on Instagram, there is a button that it says follow, message, or email. Always fucking email. Always email the person you want to have on your show and have something that says, this is exactly who I am. This is what I do. The reason why I get the guests on my show, I've been listed in the top 100 seven times since I started last year. So I had like 3.5 million podcasts. I've literally been in society and culture 100, in the top 100 seven times. I can take a screenshot of where it says my show right there before Mike Tyson, right below Michelle Obama, and I sent it to this person. And that gives me like clout. It gives me clout. You got to have that. You got to have it. You got your own gym. That's your clout. You got fighters that actually fight. 
That's your clout. You message people and you tell them, hey, this is who I am. I own this gym. You check out my gym and all this shit. Give them enough information to where it's not just some guy randomly messaging. It's where this is who I am. I'm a professional. This is what I do. Also, you got a fucking nice setup. Show them the fucking setup. You know, there's a lot of people that when, like, the reason why I knew I had to have a studio, I had to have a place besides just a bedroom at my house to do this shit, was because you got to fake it till you fucking make it, and it's got to look like you're bigger than you are until you get there. I just got lucky. I blew fucking up. I started in October. I blew up by the end of December. So since December, I've been doing good and progressing every single month. Yeah, dude, my setup is like, I, it's upstairs. Setup. It's nice as hell. And that, hell, I even have a, another setup at home that has like the GoXLR with the other little frigging yeah. mic and stuff for solo stuff. And like, that's where I do a lot of my Zoom meetings and coaching calls yeah. when I'm coaching other gym owners how to run a gym. Yeah. So I have a lot of, a lot of fires going. The podcast was something that I, I extreme like I needed a lot of help with I'll help you. I'll because help you. I don't I want to start having other sources of income and I enjoy the podcast. Like I started as a hobby and now I'm realizing that I love MMA and MMA was my passion. And now I'm finding another passion in podcasting and, and those two things going together, I it's fun for me. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. Not. so that's what i want to do i use davinci resolve to edit that's what i did i've only done three live podcasts the rest of them i edited it and kind of threw them together i'll tell you another thing don't edit i'm telling you as stupid as it sounds as stupid as it fucking sounds there's probably most people would take a couple things that we said tonight chop it out they, they will uh some people are worried about getting canceled. Some people are worried about how it's going to sound or whatever. I tell people before they get on this show, Cobb made a reference to something he didn't want to talk about before we started, right? If there would have been an incidence to where we said something and he had to rebuttal, I'd have cut that conversation because it shouldn't have came up in the first place. And it's my job as the host driving this to where he should never been put in a situation to answer that question. Right. Okay. Besides that, be fucking raw. Don't ever fucking it. You know what I'll do when we get done tonight? I will literally upload this into edition. I will make sure that nobody's peaking real bad, which they're not. We tested our mics before. And I will have it set up to come out either Saturday or Sunday morning. That's it. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. My, like my, the, the roadcaster, it, it, it makes sure you're not peaking. Like it has like the compression or whatever. But one thing that I noticed is through my system is sometimes all of us seem, together seem really loud or we seem really low and I have to adjust the volume there. But other than that, I really don't have a whole lot well, to play with. I always check before you start. Uh, me and you, when I went over there and turned my volume up earlier, we got different tones. It's not about loudness. That's one thing I learned in radio. I wouldn't have known this without radio. It's about your tone. Your tone is what makes it different. And like – yeah, you have a deep-ass voice, yeah, so and I have like, a medium, muddy voice. It doesn't make sense to where me to be super high, you to be super low just because of my tone. No, no, no. If all of you, you, you about need your volumes all set at the same, but you have to direct. If I know that Cobb is – I know this is going to sound fucked up to anybody listening right now, but if Cobb's on his mic like this and he's talking at full speed, 
or it's quite volume, he I have to tell him, hey, Kyle, back the fuck off. Like, you have to notice what they're doing while they're doing I When I first – I wouldn't tell. I'd be like, okay, I don't want to be ugly. Yeah, you don't want to stop them, but yeah. I got to where I go. Yeah. I, I have know, to do I, that shit to tell all the time. I used to. I used to be – I did not want to hurt anybody's feelings or whatever, and I realized I'm the fucking director. Like if That's you, dangerous. If you fucking are doing something wrong, I was – I don't have to edit it out either. It makes it real. A podcast gotcha. should be people, real ass people talking to one another, having a real ass conversation. So that's that's probably something that, that we need to work. I was on. about to say, it looked like you held something big and black in front of your face before. A couple of times. It's called your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, did you um any help that you need? Let her any? listen. You know she probably beat your ass. I tell Blondie to bring that shit on. I'll fuck her. She up. won't make you. She no don't more want these hands. She, she won't make you no more than sugar biscuits. I can't eat them. <laughs> God damn! No wonder we're fat. I know I use fat, but your mama can cook. <laughs> she can. I was, well, living, I was living with Brooke at the time. You know I got fat. That bitch couldn't cook. I had to eat fucking McDonald's every goddamn night. <laughs> That's why I got huge. Well, dude, I appreciate you taking the time and on oh, and all today. Like, dude, for real, I've, I've been on Bam. I'm like, dude, ask him, ask him. And Bam's like, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. And, he has asked me. I just and, and then he, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I'll ask him. And then and then it don't it don't happen or it did happen. Yeah. And well, like, also too, like I never, I'm not that guy to where, like, if someone gets big, I don't want I don't want to feel like I'm using riding their coattails or whatever. But you know yeah. that, like I, I, don't, I know, but bitch, your family. Yeah, Jim, you're family by association. Hey, Look, I, Joe Rogan does something, and I will end it like this. Joe Rogan does something, and I and I, I love that he does it. He takes comedians on his show and other people who are starting a podcast or starting whatever, and he helps them build. He gives them advice. He he helps them, and the reason why he does it is because this is the one fucking platform, the one platform to where you do not have to compete with each other. There's a big enough piece of the pie for literally everyone. And there is no reason why people who are just good people shouldn't help fucking other people. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I, I mean, I, I've worked my ass off to get to where I'm at, to where I've got the following, I've got to download the sponsors and shit that I got. But you know what? At some point in time, shout out to my buddy Dave Stone and fucking Valdosta at 92.9, if it was not for him having me on his show a couple times when I was bearded bastard, the radio station that I ended up working at would have never offered me the contract and paid me what they paid me. You got to help everybody. You're a fucking cocksucker if you are, have a platform and you don't help people. I agree. Uh, that I agree one million percent with that. I think that my job as a coach is to help people's lives get better. And um, I, I, I think that if you're not using your platform to lift others up and stuff, then you are a piece of yeah, shit. Exactly. That's, I, would, I would quit listening to me if I didn't fucking help other people. Well, I appreciate it anyway. You're welcome, dude. You're going to do good. Hell yeah. You're going to do good. And fuck you. Oh, you, you shake hands like a white boy. No, motherfucker. Oh, boy, you Caucasian as fuck. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's go pound you because I know what you're fucking. I slap and pound. No, no, I slap. I actually usually, I usually slap, slap, bump, roll, slap, bump, roll. No, we go full African handshakes here. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, my ninjas. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Papa love you. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. I will catch you motherfuckers next time. Hell yeah.